Yes, we are welcoming a new show to iHeart and the DraftKings YouTube channel. It's called Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toladano. John Wall doesn't need no introduction. It's an insider's look at the NBA and culture surrounding the league. Every week, the five-time All-Star and the number one pick of the 2010 NBA Draft, John Wall, will give his unique perspective on the hottest topics in the league. So check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, the DraftKings YouTube channel, or wherever you listen to podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, all right, prime time premium podcasting live from the Vroom Tomb. I am in my car, ladies and gentlemen. It's been a while, uh, but fuck texting and driving. We're podcasting and driving around the sunny streets of Los Angeles. Uh, I know there's a bunch of people all over the country, um, and I don't want to make you jealous because I know a lot of people are dealing with the shitty winter weather. But it is probably, I don't know. You hear the air conditioning? Listen, that's air conditioning. I got the air conditioning in the car. It's probably 70. It's a cool, nice 70 degrees in Los Angeles, California. This is an I Am Rappaport Stereo Podcast in prime time. It goes directly from my mouth into the mics, into the recorder, and then we put the fucking out. Unfiltered, prime time, premium podcasting um a couple of things uh, i was supposed to do an interview with gilbert arenas agent zero you know gilbert arenas from the uh drafted by the golden state warriors three-time all-star with the washington wizards had to cancel that they were late uh got a reschedule disappointed never had to cancel a podcast before but uh, uh listen i'm on a schedule too uh, I want to reschedule that. Uh, that just happened and it annoyed the fucking shit out of me. Um, but yesterday, in the last 24 hours, it's been a wacky day. First of all, yesterday I woke up 
to 21 text messages. 21 text messages. Nine of them were from my ex-wife, which is never a good thing. And 11 of them were from friends, family, and the Dust Brothers sending me a link that uh, James Corden of the Late Late Show on uh, CBS. You know James Corden? Looks like the fucking gingerbread man. Uh, you know, he does his carpool karaoke, that fucking guy. Um, I got a link. I get up at, uh, this is like 6.45 in the morning. Check my phone. Whenever you get that many text messages, it's, it's, it's always like a good thing or a bad thing. This was a good thing. Uh, the ex-wife was just yapping away. Give a fuck about what she was talking about. Uh, but uh, James Corden, it's holiday time. James Corden and uh, what's the guy's name? Sean, uh, Sean Hayes. Sean Hayes, not Sean Hannity. Sean Hayes. Is that his fucking name? Sean Hayes, the guy from, uh, uh, what, the, what the fuck is the name of the show? And, and NBC, the reboot. Uh, Will and Grace. They did a bit on the Late Late Show with James Corden. I think that's his fucking name. You know that little fucking guy. He's like Mr. Nice Guy. Mr. Quote Unquote Nice Guy. Does his carpool karaoke. James Corden or Cardin, whatever the fuck his name is. They do a bit, a holiday rendition of The Little Drummer Boy. You know, the, the classic holiday song. Da, 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 me and my drum. They do a remix of the classic Little Drummer Boy and make it rap a pa port rap port I see this link. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Miles, Jordan, Dust Brothers, please play uh, a, a good portion of the remixed Little Drummer Boy rap port uh, that they did on The Late Late Show with uh, the guy from Will and & Grace and James Corden. You know, I really love this time of year, don't you? I certainly do, James. Christmas time is always full of such warmth and joy. It is, isn't it? But more than that, more than anything else, it makes me think about a certain special person. That special person who, let's be honest, Christmas is really all about. You mean... Yes, Sean. I'm talking about the actor, Michael Rappaport. <laughs> well, of course. What would Christmas be without the actor... Michael Rappaport. <laughs> Come, they told me Michael Rappaport. A new King to see Michael Rappaport. Our finest gifts we bring, Michael Rappaport. Rappaport, Rappaport. They told me, Michael Rappaport. A newborn king to see, Michael Rappaport. Finest gifts we bring, Michael Rappaport. 
So I see this. This thing goes on for five minutes. Five, they got that guy Reggie, whatever his name is, the comedian with the afro. Reggie, uh, I'm not fact-checking. I'm driving. Um, Reggie, whatever, the, he comes out. They got an actual drummer comes out. They do the whole rendition. Um, I'm getting hit up left and right, left and right. Did you see this thing? Did you see this thing? At first, I thought it was a diss. I was like, keep my fucking name out your mouth. Uh, and my wife was like, keep your fucking name out my mouth to, to this dude. Like, why you, uh, why you speaking on my name? Like, you filmed the show in Los Angeles. Why you didn't invite me to sing uh, Rapapat Port? Uh, but then uh, after, uh, you know, I, I, I kind of got the gist of the thing. Uh, it wasn't a diss. Uh, they were just, you know, making a play on my name. And it was a homage. It was a homage. But that being said, you know, you film the, the, the show not too far from where I live. Maybe you have me come out and sing my own song. Uh, maybe you give me a heads up when you're singing a song about me. Because my first thing is to, is to, is to fire. That's, that's my first thing is to like... Oh no, we're in we're in we're in beef now. We're in beef with James Corden and Homeboy from uh, Will and Grace. But it, but it wasn't that. Uh, play a little bit more of the song. Every child must be made aware. Every child must be made to care for the actor Michael Rath. You know, James, I wonder what Michael Rappaport is doing right now. It was definitely a homage, a lot of positive feedback. People loved it. Um, and that's iconic shit. Okay, the Gringo Mandingo uh, has stepped into Christmas iconic shit in 2018, and I'm all for it. Another thing that happened in the last 24 hours is uh, we did an interview with Danny Green of the Toronto Raptors, who uh, was on the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast before, but we did that interview over the phone, which is never what I prefer. So uh, Broadway Danny Green, as I call him, I don't know if anybody else calls him Broadway Danny Green, of course, playing on the dope-ass Woody Allen film Broadway Danny Rose, which if you never saw, you should see. That's a dope-ass, funny-ass uh, shot in black and white, very, very New York movie, Broadway Danny Rose uh, by uh, Woody Allen, who he actually wanted Robert De Niro to play the main part. It went to an unknown guy from Chicago, like a song and dance man who never did anything again, but he wanted Robert De Niro to play that part. Um, and I think Robert De Niro didn't want to do it because it was close to the just filming Raging Bull and Woody Allen wanted Robert De Niro to gain weight. I think this is the story. And Robert De Niro was like, I'm not gaining weight again. I just fucking stuffed my face with donuts and hamburgers and lost all the weight uh, that I put on for Raging Bull. So I can't do it. Um, but that's the story. He did want Robert De Niro. But that's a dope movie if you never saw it. Uh, Broadway Danny Rose. It's funny. 
Um, and it's a, just a beautifully looking, very fucking New York, black and white, shot in black and white uh, uh, film um, that I, I really like. Why did we start? To, oh, because Broadway Danny Green. So Danny Green of the Toronto Raptors who beat the dog shit out of the Clippers last night. The Dust Brothers were in the building. Miles uh, Davis, who's Asian, and Jordan Winter, who's Jewish, uh, were at the game. Um, they were sending play-by-play. Uh, -play. I watched some of the game. The Raptors beat the shit out of the Clippers, who right now are the number one team in the West, and the Raptors are the number one team in the NBA. All of which means absolutely nothing, uh, because come April, uh, who knows what will take place with both of those teams and the injuries and so forth and so on. Anyway, I go to Beverly Hills... To a Beverly Hills fancy, fancy five-star hotel to interview Danny Green. And I see the entire Raptors team. Uh, some of them who I've met before. Pascal Siakam, a friend of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast who's killing it for the Raptors. Uh, who's going to be the most improved player. Which is not a whack thing to get. You know, some people sort of look, uh, uh, look down on that. That's something to be proud of. Like, yo, I'm the most improved motherfucker in the NBA. Like... You go from most improved to all-star. Usually that's how it works. And he was on the uh, podcast when we were in Toronto. Really good dude. Uh, he was on the, the the live show live from Toronto, 2018, summer of 2018. Look it up. It's in the vaults. Um, and we were talking shit to him. <clears throat> um, but the highlight of it was I saw Serge Ibaka. He's talking to him. That motherfucker's very tall. Kyle Lowry. Uh, who I'm always cool with, very friendly, very nice, uh, cool dude. Uh, I saw him, saw the coaching staff. Kyle Lowry, who's not very tall. Kyle Lowry's f six feet at best, six feet. And Kawhi Leonard. Got to meet Kawhi Leonard, and it's kind of like seeing a ghost. Because uh, Kawhi Leonard definitely lives by the motto of so low-key that you might not see me, incognito, Taking it easy, to quote the great Rakim Allah. You don't hear a lot from Kawhi Leonard, and you certainly don't see a lot of Kawhi Leonard, but I bumped into him uh, in the hallway of the five-star Beverly Hills Hotel the Toronto, that the Toronto Raptors were staying in, and he came over to me. Obviously, he knows the Gringo Mandingo. Obviously, the Gringo Mandingo was like, oh, shit, there's Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard, first. Not as tall as I thought he would be, about 6'6", six, six, uh, which is tall, you know, for, you know, regular people. But for Kawhi Leonard, you know, one of the best players in the league, you know, you hear so much about him. He guards everybody on the floor. He's not 6'7". He's 6'6". Six, six. Um, he came over to me. I said, what's up, Kawhi? Big fan. Me and the young shooter was there. Dean Collins was shooting him. Uh, the interview with Danny Green. Uh, he had no fucking idea who Kawhi Leonard was. And I understand why, because Kawhi Leonard had on a, a hoodie, New Balance, and a do-rag covering those fucking braids, which have been in question uh, a lot through the history of the Iron Rapport Stereo Podcast. But we bonded over the fact that he is the face of New Balance. And I said to him, Kawhi Leonard, you might be the only non-Jew who is consistently, every day, rocking New Balance. And I have to say, that joke landed with Ka Kawhi Leonard. You know that laugh of Kawhi Leonard's? 
That that funny sound that that went viral this summer, Miles Jordan. Please play that laugh. <laughs> he did that laugh for me, and uh, then Serge Ibaka said, "Yo, why are you talking about the New Balance? Them shits are whack." And I was like, "What the fuck?" I literally said that. I said, "What the fuck are you talking about, Serge Ibaka? He's trying to break his mold." I said, "Kawhi, this fucking guy got no fashion sense. This fucking guy doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about." I'm rocking New Balance. I was rocking New Balance right there in front of Kawhi Leonard. I said, you need to bring them shits back, okay? But you got to speak up. You got to be proud that you're rocking New Balance. I, I can't carry the load uh, along with Larry David and Woody Allen. Woody Allen and Larry David references blank-faced with Kawhi Leonard. He didn't know what the fuck to make of that. Um, but I took a selfie with Kawhi Leonard. He was very nice. Uh, I made him laugh a couple of times. Um, and I was excited to meet him because, like I said, you see a lot of players around uh, doing interviews, commercials, and all that shit, but you don't hear and see that much from Kawhi Leonard. And I actually just uh, listened to this podcast um, that I actually spoke on before called What Really Happened. It's called What Really Happened. It's a good podcast, um, and they, they, they break down subjects, sometimes sports, sometimes historical, sometimes just random things. What Really Happened? I can't remember the guy who hosts it, but they just did a podcast all about Kawhi Leonard and Kawhi Leonard. And it was really kind of a two-hander all about Popovich and San Antonio and the San Antonio Spurs way. Um, I can't recommend every episode, but there's some dope episodes. There was one on Muhammad Ali once. There was one on Michael Jordan uh, maybe leaving the league, the NBA, uh, when he went to play baseball. Uh, was it a gambling thing? They, they kind of do like this sort of funny, loose, investigative thing on pop culture incidents and it's called what really happened but two nights ago I listened to the episode on Kawhi Leonard and I just didn't think that I would see Kawhi Leonard because you never see him so it was cool to see him and it was cool to actually uh, have a bonding moment uh, over New Balances because I said I am the current New Balance king Kawhi Leonard and I'm happy to hand the torch over to you again and he was like that's dope he actually said that's dope so yeah, well, that was a, a moment, a cool thing. And uh, I, I know if I got Kawhi Leonard on the Iron Rapport Stereo podcast, I'd get him talking. I'd make him feel comfortable. We'd get to hear that fucking weird, strange laugh. <laughs> and who doesn't fuck with Kawhi Leonard? He, he's dope. He's fucking dope. The thing I wanted to say to him, but he was, he was heading out, is you need to tell people to stop calling you the fucking claw. That is a terrible... Terrible nickname. And I think that if you're going to have a nickname, it should be a nickname that you're cool with calling yourself that. You see, like uh, LeBron James, self-anointed King James, okay? Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant, he gave himself that nickname. Magic Johnson, he was given that nickname. Uh, and so forth and so forth. And so forth and so on. You know how these nicknames work. Dr. J was given that nickname. And the reason why I bring up Dr. J is because at one point when they were trying to figure out a nickname for Julius Irving, the great Dr. J, they were calling him the claw. That's a fact. And Dr. J said, nah, my nickname is not going to be the claw. And I suggest Kawhi Leonard says the same thing. That's a dumb fucking nickname. This isn't a Marvel comic movie. This ain't DC Comics. Uh, we ain't doing Spider-Man. I'm not the claw. Come up with another nickname. And the reality of it is, is not everybody needs a nickname. 
Uh, Kawhi is a unique name. It's not like his name is Todd or James or Doug. Kawhi, there's only one Kawhi in the NBA. That's kind of a one-name kind of thing. It's not necessarily LeBron or Kobe, but it's Kawhi. We know who it is. That's a good enough name. Like, if you say Kawhi, we know who we're talking about. If you say Kyrie, we know who we're talking about. Um, then it, like James, James Harden, that's a very generic name. Uh, you need to say James Harden or Harden or The Beard. I get that. But with the name like Kawhi, we don't really need a nickname. Um, so I didn't get to discuss that with Kawhi Leonard. Uh, but the next time I see him, I am going to say that you need to publicly uh, denounce being called The Claw. It's a dumb fucking nickname. I am Rappaport Podcast. Mikey Cohen, Mike Cohen, you fuck you. You drip dry, droopy face cocksucker. He got sentenced to three and a half years in the fucking can. Mikey Cohen is going to prison, federal prison, for I think 36 months or 38 months, something like that. Um... He had no real good gossip on Dick Stain, Donald Trump. It was a bunch of all for nothing. At first, it was all good. He was keeping his mouth shut. Then you are turned into a rat, and you're not even a good rat. Mikey Cohen, you fuck. If you're going to be a rat, at least come with some goods. Bring somebody else down with you. That's the point of being a fucking rat. If you're going to be a fucking rat, you got to bring people down Traditionally, historically, Sammy the Bull Gravano, Henry Hill, they ruined the rest of the crew's lives. You did nothing, you fuck. You're not a good rat, Michael Cohen. You fuck you. Three and a half fucking years in federal prison. Listen, that ain't easy work. I'm not saying that Mikey Cohen is going to get the Wonder Bread bag and olive oil treatment. But... Three and a half years is three and a half years. At least if you're going to do three and a half years, fucking bring somebody else. Be a hero about it. Like, yo, I got dirt on Dick Stain. I got dirt on this one. I got dirt on that one. Other people are going to take a fucking fall with me. You didn't do that, you fuck. You failed at being a rat. You dumb fuck you. Um, Stormy Daniels. That dumb fuck, all these leeches, Michael Avenatti, fucking creeps, underbelly creeps, uh, Mike Cohen, fake lawyer, questionable fucking lawyer, bunch of these fucking creeps associated with Donald Trump on a takedown, dick stain Donald Trump, all of them, individual number one, bunch of fucking creeps, Stormy Daniels, who needs no introduction as being a creep, there's somebody looking at me, recording the podcast, Yo, what's up? You play Hoffer? Yeah, it's crazy funny. Oh, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing a podcast. Live live in the car. Kyle and James need a shout-out. Kyle and James, you get a shout-out. You listen to the podcast? Yes, sir. You bet you listen to fucking premium podcast? It's dropping this at 6 p.m. tonight. All right. All right. Kyle and James, you fucks, you better be listening to the premium podcast. That's what happens when you podcast a uh, uh, live from the gloom tomb. Um, what was I saying? The fuck was... Oh, Stormy Daniels. You dumb, dumb fuck. You know, listen. I, I, again, you swung and you missed. You fucking... Sw- Dave Kingman. Reggie fucking Jackson. Sometimes you knock it out of the park. Dave Kingman, former uh, New York Met. 
Home run hitter Reggie Jackson, New York Yankee. Home run hitter. Sometimes you swing. Sometimes you hit a grand slam. And then sometimes you strike out, asshole. Sammy Sosa, same thing. Home run hitter. Sometimes you swing. Sometimes you strike out, asshole. Stormy Daniels, you struck the fuck out. You dumb fuck you. Who cares that Dick Stain Donald Trump has a mushroom dick? That was your big thing. He's got a mushroom dick. And you know what? I've said this once. I've said this a million times. Anytime you get into a beef with a woman, I don't care. You can have the biggest pipe, the biggest package, the biggest loaf ever. If you get into a, a, a dispute with a woman, the first thing that she's going to say is, he's got a little dick. Always, always, always. That's always the plan of attack. Say he's got a little dick. I don't give a fuck what dick stain Donald Trump has. I could care less if he's got a mushroom dick or, or not. It would be cool if he had a mushroom dick and it was proven, but Stormy Daniels, nothing you say is, is, is etched in any, any reality or any truth. You said you had all this dirt on dick stain Donald Trump. You, you guys freaked off. So what? So what? He freaked off. You consented to freaking off. You did it more than once. You're not some woman of the year. You brought nothing to the fucking bring down Dick Stain Donald Trump party. Nothing. And now, now you, Stormy Daniels, you dumb fuck you. And if I'm going to say dumb fuck about men and women want equal rights, I say Stormy Daniels, you dumb fuck you. Now... You fucked with the wrong dick stain, huh? Stormy Daniels, you fucked with the wrong dick stain. Now, you fuck you. You have to pay 324 big ones. $324,000 in Donald Trump's lawyer fees. A federal judge announced that the whole thing went to court. Donald Trump, Dick Stain Donald Trump, said blah, 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 blah. A federal judge says, you got to pay the lawyer fees. See, when you try to sue people and you try to go after people and they spend money to defend themselves and your lawsuit fails, the person who's defending themselves could be like, yeah, asshole, I had to hire this lawyer. And you know he hired some high-powered lawyer. Um, and not only did your lawsuit uh, uh, your attempt at suing me fail, now you're paying me money. You dumb fuck you. Stormy Daniels, you dumb... Everybody wants to be a fucking hero. This fucking lowlife creep, Michael Avenatti, wants to be a fucking hero. He's a lowlife, two-bit, fucking smacking women around while all this is going on. You're this, Yo, Michael Avenatti's such a dumb fuck. He's smacking a woman around while all the attention of the entire world is on him. You, you're a fucking creep too. And this, this guy's got the balls and the gall to still do it. He's still on Twitter talking shit. It's over, fucko. Your 15 minutes are up. Stormy Daniels, your 15 minutes are up. You're not the woman of the year. You're not about woman empowerment. Now, now, you got to get back on that fucking stripper pole and possibly do a high-end level, big-time, highly produced porno to pay off the $324,000 which you don't have. See, Dick Stain, that money ain't a thing to him. See? 
That money ain't a fucking thing to him. So you can come after him all you want, right? But at the end of the day, if you lose, you lose. You don't win. Now you got to pay that motherfucker 324. You're going to be stripping until the fucking wheels fall off. You dumb fuck you, Stormy Daniels. And the I, I, I would somehow sue Michael Avenatti. He's your fucking lawyer. I'd figure out a way to sue him, spin it on him, because he fucking hyped you up. He gassed you up. He put the battery in your back, Stormy Daniels. And, and he ain't paying the 324. You, you're paying that 324. He's not going to be spinning around doing backflips and all that flying Mary Lou Retton shit on a stripper pole. You know who is? You. He's not going to do the Stormy Daniels new fuck tape. The Stormy Daniels new no-no. You know who's going to be doing that, Stormy Daniels? You, you dumb fuck you. And, and I have to be in all honesty because a lot of people were saying, Dick Stain should leave her alone. Dick Stain, why is he going after her money? I got Yo, if somebody was trying to ruin me, if somebody was making all these accusations and talking all kind of shit about me and trying to basically... She's trying to bring down the president. And, and she came with, she didn't even come with a BB gun. You know who else could kiss my ass? Uh, I like that segue. You know who else can kiss my ass is uh, Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a joke. Okay. And I'll tell you why Wikipedia is a joke. Because my Wikipedia page has been uh, raped over and over and over. And I don't use, a, like, uh, use that term lightly. But my, my Wikipedia page has been violated over and over and over anybody can go into pretty much anybody else's wikipedia page and change information change facts take away facts make fake facts add things remove things and all that my wikipedia page is a fucking joke the pictures on there i didn't put them on there an agent, a manager, the Dust Brothers, they didn't put them on there. Agents, managers, the Dust Brothers, the young shooter Dean Collins, and some other fucking guy have all tried to clean up my Wikipedia page. But it doesn't matter. You can go in there to fuck with anybody's Wikipedia page and violate it anytime you want. Now, at one point, Wikipedia was cool. It was like, oh, I'm going to Wikipedia... Yo, if you're going to do some fact-checking, which, of course, is rule number one of the I Am Rapport Stereo Podcast, we don't fact-check. But if you're going to do fact-checking, don't go to Wikipedia. Wikipedia is a shit show. Wikipedia is literally just like anybody could put up anything about anybody. And now those broke cocksuckers, every time you go on Wikipedia, they ask you for money. This ain't the ASPCA, motherfucker. This ain't, uh, feed, feed the children. It's Wikipedia. You ain't getting any of my money, motherfucker. Fix my fucking page. Fix Julian Assange. Isn't that the cocksucker? The, 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 the WikiLeaks fuck? Fix my page, Duke. Don't ask me for money. Every single time you go to Wikipedia, it, come on, fucko. Yeah, I'm fucking honking. Every time you go, you go to Wikipedia, it, it's like a, an animal shelter or feed the homeless or something like that. Don't give them a fucking nickel. Wikipedia needs to go. It was great while it lasted. It was great in the beginning. And now all things must come to an end. Okay? You're not getting a nickel out of me. My page has been 
twisted and turned around, fake, fake information, fake news, fake stories. And every, every time I try to put a spruced up picture of myself on there, it gets taken down and put some fucking asshole picture in there standing next to some asshole. I don't know what it is. And I'm telling you, I've had people try to really literally fix my Wikipedia page and it, it, it never gets fixed properly. I'm at a red light. I'm at an actual red light. Beverly Hills. You know why I'm in Beverly Hills? Um, remember last week, the uh, I Am Rapport Stereo podcast, the episode one of the Rocky Chronicles, I told uh, our guest, Paul Shear, you know, the actor, about if he was really about that Rocky life, he would get himself, I bought it as a Christmas gift. I bought it as a Christmas gift for myself. My wife was like, why don't you let me buy it? I said, because I found it first. I needed to buy it. Bought it as a Christmas gift for myself. I went to uh, the Tashin store. Dope photography books. Now, they're not that uh, uh, always expensive. This, this version was actually expensive. But great kiss Christmas gifts. Um, by the way, Christmas gift. Get, get, pick up a copy of this book has balls, sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. That's me. That's a great Christmas gift to give to somebody or to get for yourself. You know, sometimes you can't just uh, depend on other people to get you the Christmas gift you want. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. I, I went out and got the gift I want. Uh, but this book has balls, sports rants from the MVP of Talking Trash. The, the book that uh, I wrote, uh, it's, a, it's a glorious shit-talking extravaganza. It's in paperback. Why not get that as a gift? Get it as a gift for yourself. You could read it while you're taking a shit. It's little, it's hard-hitting rants. It's like boom, 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 boom. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not like a, a Dostoevsky book. It's easy to read. I wrote it. You think it's highfalutin? It ain't highfalutin. But Tashin, T-A-S-C-H-E-N. I have a, a collection of these books. And like I said, they're not always expensive. Sometimes they put out special edition versions of, of things, and, and they could be pricey. But it's a good gift to get yourself. It's definitely a good Christmas gift. All sorts of photo books. They got a, a book. It's called the the Book of Big Breast. They have a, a, a. It's all pictures from going back into the 30s and 40s of women with big breasts. They have the the Book of Big Asses. Same thing. All big fat asses. Of course, I have that. I love asses. If I have to choose between big asses and big tits, I go big asses. Love, love, nice fat ass. I love looking at them. I love watching them. I love watching them walk. If you're on a run in a yoga class on a hike and you get a nice ass in front of you, that motivates you. That that that'll keep you fucking going. And I don't say anything. I'm just I'm just watching it. They also got the big book of penises. Big penises. It's called Big Penis Book. Same thing. It's got big cocks all over the place. It's on the cover. Big dick style. But they got all kinds of photo books, Stanley, films, sports, music, all sorts of shit. It's a very, and if you're in a crunch, especially if you could get to one of the stores or you could get it online, trust me, it's a quick, quick you know, photography, all sorts of shit. I fuck with Tash and Horn. But their newest book, as I told Paul Shear, and I literally just picked mine up. I just picked mine up. It's in the backseat of the Vroom Tomb 
right now, glorious. The official Rocky Films book. All sorts of photos. All sorts of tidbits. Every single one of the Rocky Films. Yes, it was a little pricey. Yes, I bought the collector's edition. I'm sure in about six to nine months, they'll put out a regular edition. They'll probably put it out in the coincide when Creed 2 comes out on Netflix or iTunes or iMovie, whatever the fuck. Okay, so you don't have to spend all your money on this collector's edition. Leave that to the lunatics, the dumb fucks like myself. They're going to put out a version that'll be 35 bucks or 55 bucks in a few months. But me, the Rocky lunatic that I am, and me wanting to buy myself one Christmas gift, I got it. Oh, I got it. And it was beautiful. And I got to be honest, last night, there was an event at the Tashin store, and Stallone was going to be there. And I said, fuck that. I'm not going. Uh, that's not how I want to see Rock. That's not how I want to see Stallone. I want to see Stallone on my fucking couch at the gloom tomb doing a podcast. I don't go there to, to, to fan out with Rock. I made an executive decision. I'm not doing that. We're co-workers, Sly. Murray Superboy Babbage. That's me, you fuck. I don't, I don't show up at events like a fucking lunatic. Okay? So I went and got my book. Store opened up. I got my book, and it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. And, and like I said, if, if you, you want to spend, uh, there are some available. If not, wait a couple of months. They're, they're going to put out a smaller version for a lot, a lot cheaper. But the copy that I got, it is fantastic. You could look it up online at Tashin. Like I said, you, uh, uh, it's a great, they have a whole collection of all sorts of shit. The history of the NFL, they got a fucking stupidly ridiculous Muhammad Ali book. Gorgeous. It's fucking gorgeous. And I had originally bought that collector's edition of that. It's huge. Literally 75 fucking pounds. The book is 75 pounds. My Ali book is 75 pounds. It's ginormous. It's, 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 it's in my fucking... It's in my garage. It's too fucking big. I had it out for a few years. I take it out when I need to. But then they put out a smaller version of it. That's my point. Is, is you don't have to spend uh, a, a lot of money... Uh, to get these 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 books uh, and and like I said, it's a dope uh, holiday uh, suggestion from me to you. I am Rappaport Podcast. What else? What is this fucking protest? What is this? Some protest going here? Uh, I don't know. You hear that? <laughs> fucking protest. That looks legit. Yeah, I see you. I see you. I give you a honk. I don't even know what the fuck I'm honking for. Honking for these fucking people. Um, as you know, this is live primetime podcast. And tomorrow at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. 8 p.m. Eastern, live tomorrow. I'm giving away a thousand bucks. Cash fucking prizes on the Hoffer app. H-O-F-R. H-O-F-R. It's fucking prediction-based it's easy. I would love nothing more than one of the I Am Rapport Stereo podcasts, especially a premium subscriber, to win a thousand bucks. When I say I'm giving away a thousand bucks and it's free, I'm giving away a thousand bucks and it's fucking free. Download the Hoffer app, H O F R, sports.com forward slash I Am Rapport, sports.com forward slash 
I am Rappaport. A thousand bucks on Thursday at 8 p.m. No gimmicks, no cons, no hustles, no anything. I'm the host with the most. I got the thousand bucks. You make the fucking predictions. It's easy peasy thousand bucks. I would love nothing more than one of our listeners to win that G tomorrow at 8 p.m. And then we're doing it into the NBA season and blah, 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 blah. But the next game is Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Now, I've talked about this many fucking times, and I'm going to continue talking about it. I don't fuck with animals. This fucking car beeps every time a car is near me. I don't fuck with animals that I can't 150% beat up if the shit hits the fan. Meaning, any pet, any dog, fucking snakes, horses. Told you about the incident with my mom and the horse. That That's real. Fucking mom, my mom got kicked by a horse. Her own horse kicked her. Severely injuring my mother. Yeah, I, I, I made light of it, but that shit was, was bad. Fucking horse. Read a fucked up story this morning in North Carolina. A grandmother and two kids killed, mauled by Rottweilers. A Rottweiler killed a grandmother and severely injured two young kids, two small children. Whole thing happened quick. House pet. Rottweiler. You know, my mother and her ex-husband, this fucking dumb fuck that she used to date. Big time. He's like an asshole. He had these two Rottweilers. And he didn't have control of the motherfuckers. And I, and I was always nervous around those fucking dogs. That's when I started implementing my policy. If I can't beat the dog up in a fight, you go, what do you mean a fight? It could happen. If the fucking dog flips on you, you need to be able to control that motherfucker. And I'm not trying to go 15 hard ones with a dog. I don't want the threat of, oh, well, if you get into a fight with the dog, it could be bad. I don't, I don't want that. Okay, because getting into a fight with a dog that could be bad could mean losing your fucking hand. Or, or, or an eye. Watch out, fuck. There should be no threat with a house pet. There it is right there. I'll say it again. There should be no threat with your house pet. One more time. There should be no threat with your house pet. And unfortunately, this woman, grandmother, was killed. And, and two small children were, were severely injured. And, and finally, there was a terrible, terrible sick fuck. A six for one. The, the, these people, are actually, don't give them the theme music. These are not even people that should be celebrated. They should all be fucking locked up and never come out. Six people um, in a home. It looked like some sort of like homeless shelter. There was a three-year-old um, a kid there that was being uh, uh, smacked around. And, you know, not, not sexually abused, but physically abused. Like when the kid would act up, these sick, sick fucks, terrible sick fucks, not sick fucks of the week, sick fucks, real pieces of shit in Jersey. And they had a picture of them and each one of them looked sicker than the next. I believe it was four women and two guys, sick pieces of dog shit fucks, um, uh, have been arrested, locked up, and hopefully they never get out of prison. I mean, what's the sentence for abusing a six-year-old, a three-year-old kid? Smacking around and abusing and hurting a three-year-old kid. Why do you let a person like that out of jail? One year? 
two years? I said, Michael Cohen's going to jail for three and a half years. These people should at least do seven years, eight years. Well, what do you do with a person that abuses a three-year-old? Six people. Lock them the fuck up. Lock them all the fuck up. Anyway, listen. Primetime premium. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. PPP. Primetime premium. I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast. PPP. Um, We'll be back Friday. We got Broadway Danny Green of the Toronto Raptors. Best record in the NBA right now. And of course, uh, just a shit-talking extravaganza. Uh, as always, uh, my name is Michael Rapport, a.k.a. The Gringo Mandingo, a.k.a. The White Chocolatito, a.k.a. Bird, a.k.a. White Mike, and so forth and so on. Miles Jordan, take us out of here with something real nice, something real proper with this premium primetime podcast. I'm out. <laughs>